0: name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, God is one. If you pay close attention to each week, you'll notice that the gospel passages begin with who Jesus is addressing. Since Trinity Sunday, they have started, at at that time, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. At that time, Jesus said unto the multitude of the Jews. At that time, Jesus spake this parable unto the Pharisees. At that time, there drew near to Jesus all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. But today it says, at that time, Jesus said unto his disciples. So today's message was meant for those on the inside. It's a message for you and me who claim to be his disciples. It isn't for the self-righteous Pharisees, the multitudes, the tax collectors, or the sinners, here meaning those that didn't keep to the stringent public pharisaic rules or lived publicly immoral lifestyles after all everyone is a sinner including you and me including the disciples today's message is not for those on the outside of jesus's ministry it's only for those who are closest to him this is a clue for us that this message is too hard for those to hear who are outside the church Even though you'll often hear people use phrases from these very passages as bars for those they barely even know. For example, take the beam out of your own eye, or can the blind lead the blind? So what is this intimate message? Well, Jesus starts with, be merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Is this some sort of karma, in the sense we usually mean it, that it's just the natural consequence of the action, of our own actions. Do good, and good will come to you. Do bad, and you'll get what you deserve in return. No. In fact, the good news here is that we get more than we deserve. Here it says nothing of what happens if we're bad, so to speak, but we can infer from several aspects of what Jesus says that we're going to get more than what we deserve. First, Jesus tells us to be merciful as our Father in heaven is merciful. We know that mercy is more than that we know that God's mercy is more than the mercy we could ever show. Our Father is so long suffering with us. Yet we try to do good, but we so often fail, again and again and again. When Peter asked Jesus how many times one should forgive, he thought he already had the answer seven times. What did Jesus say? I do not say to you seven, but 77 times. And that's how our Father forgives. That's how our Father shows mercy. He gives and gives and gives. He forgives and gives unconditionally, infinitely, beyond our wildest imagination, when all we do is take, take, and take. And that's part of what makes this just for the disciples. Because what our world would find too hard to hear about this in our Count and our cancel culture is that honest mistakes make people lose their livelihoods, subject them to mental and physical distress from relentless attacks. But even before this culture sort of took hold, we know that the average ex- person expects that someone who does something wrong needs to do something to make up for what they've done before they will forgive them. Is that you? If so, that's really not the way of our Christian life. As Christians, we're called to forgive like our Father forgives, infinitely and unconditionally. Unconditionally means we don't expect anything before we forgive. It isn't the wrongdoer who needs to do something, but the person wronged to bring healing. Yes, that's so backwards to what we want and expect. Jesus doesn't say, repent and your sins will be forgiven. He says, your sins are forgiven, now go and sin no more. Forgiveness gives us the access we need to sin no more. If we can't forgive others, I tend to also think it's unlikely we will ever forgive ourselves. We need to forgive not only others, but ourselves. And we can trust in that forgiveness, that we can do that. We can forgive ourselves because we know that Jesus forgives us. We know that the Father in heaven forgives us. Forgiveness is our greatest tool for showing the very mercy that our Father shows us. And look around. Mercy is something this world needs a lot more of. Mercy leads to forgiveness and giving. And forgiveness and giving are acts of charity. They show that we don't just say we love people, but that we actually mean it by showing that through our giving actions. And as Jesus tells us to give, and it shall be given unto you. Now, too often, give and it shall be given unto you is framed as something that's only talking about material wealth. But it's not even primarily what it's talking about. Instead, it's talking about giving of ourselves, the giving of our minds, our hearts, our bodies, and souls to offer what's needed. Yes, sometimes that's food, sometimes that's money, sometimes that's some other material good. But often, it's a kind word, an offer of forgiveness, even though we've been seriously or not so seriously wronged. And yet that's just the first part of the message. Even though Jesus starts by telling us, his disciples, to judge not and you shall not be judged, we are ultimately called to judge. Forgiveness does not mean that we condone sin or think that sin is okay. We still need to be able to judge right from wrong. We need to be discerning. But it isn't others that we should judge. After all, the Lord is our judge. However, as our passage today concludes with, first pull the beam out of your own eye, we do need to judge ourselves. And then once we've done that, we can see clearly to help remove the speck from our brother's eye. Now note two things here. First, there really isn't any note of judgment when the speck is removed from our brother's eye. We're just better able to see it so that we can help pull it out. And second, There is, again, a term of intimacy here. Jesus didn't say to remove the speck from your neighbor's eye. We're not to go around trying to fix everyone in the world around us. Before we should even be looking to see if someone is in need of repair, which we all are, we should be bringing them to Christ, to the church. If someone is outside the church, someone is just our neighbor, so to speak. It isn't our place to admonish them or try to fix them. In fact, our best chance of bringing them to Christ is sharing the good news that we were just talking about, of God's infinite love, forgiveness, and loving that neighbor as ourselves. It's only when someone is within the hospital that we can start to apply the medicine. And to get them to come to the doctor, we need to show them that it's really a place of healing, not a place of condemnation, backbiting, or division. And yet even though we're all called to be doctors, we are still sinners. We are still patients in the hospital too. We need healing and caring ourselves. And please be mindful of that if you've ever been hurt by people at church. The person in the pew next to you, in front of you, behind you, and yes, even I, am in as much need of God's infinite, unconditional mercy and forgiveness as any of your other brothers and sisters in Christ is. In need as much as your neighbor. And that doesn't stop when you enter the door here. That's just the foundation. That establishes the trust that will permit me for you to trust me enough or your brother or sister to get close enough to your eye. Think about it. Do you let anybody get close to your eyes? And even if you had a big stick in your eye that needed pulling, would you let anybody, just anyone, tug on it? I'm sorry, that's making me even a little queasy right now, but that's the point. You need to trust to let someone get close to your eye. And we now know that we can trust each other because we trust in God. We know that we can trust each other if we understand Jesus' message today. And that is that yes, we're called to judge, but to judge ourselves and that rightly. Until we accept what we say each week just before communion, echoing the words of St. Paul that we are chief among sinners, we have no business trying to help others. Until we recognize that we are chief sinner, the sickest patient, we can never hope to be the chief physician. And of course, the chief of all physicians is Christ. And We can only be the chief physician when we have completely put on Christ. And that happens when we judge ourselves rightly as having a beam in our own eye, bigger than the speck in anyone else's eye. Then Christ can bring light to every dark corner that is within us and we will be like him you listen carefully to the propers of the Mass today, you'll hear how much of them are about light, bringing light to us. And when we don't have a big beam in our eye, the light can enter us. And that's what this taking out of the beam is all about. For as always, Christ is our guide. Christ is our light. Our ideal is Christ. And Christ, who had no darkness in him, had not even a speck in his own eye, took on all our sin. Put the beam in all of our eyes into the cross he carried. He carried our sin upon himself, even though he had none. As St. Paul said, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. When we can recognize the beam in our eye, the beam of our sin, and take that out of our eye and put it on our back, so that we carry our cross as Christ did on our behalf. Then we've not only healed ourselves through that act, but we're now ready to heal those around us. And this, my dear brothers and sisters, is our call today, to recognize the beam that each one of us has in our eyes, recognize our sinfulness and repent, pull it out and then see clearly. And When there are others in church that need healing and restoration we will have their trust, for they'll see our humility that we recognize that we are sinners ourselves, and we have created a healing environment for all our fellow brothers and sisters. So today, remember that as you all recite with St. Paul I believe, O Lord, and I confess that thou art truly the Christ who camest into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief.